Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're on a boat headed out to a much bigger boat. About three miles out, Port of L.A. to a container ship that's sitting out there waiting for us. Good afternoon. Captain, uh, we're coming up to Los Angeles Light. We're about to round it, and we're going to have your pilot to you shortly. We are requesting a boarding speed seven to eight knots and a starboard side pilot ladder. It's waiting because they need somebody to guide it in, which is not easy. The guy who parks this, he's called a harbor pilot. But when you meet him, this is what he tells you. Uh, valley parking attendant for, <laughs> for large vessels. Yeah, there he is. He works here. So let's find out some more. Yeah, leave it out front for me. I'll be back in a few. This is Do You Work Here? Today, such a cool job. I mean, the size of these things are just incredible. We're going to talk more about that. But first, hey, it's Mike. We're with Captain John Mayer with the Los Angeles Pilot Service. We find him at the Port of L.A. For the sake of time, I'm going to go ahead and do the basics, get these out of the way. Every big port all around the world has local experts that know how to navigate the area. They know the depth, they know how tall the bridges are, the wiggle room, all that stuff. The big ships, they kind of do point A to point B, so they do the freeway. The port pilots, they put it in the driveway or the parking spot. Yeah, so the ship today, this afternoon, is about 330 meters, and it's about uh, 40 meters wide. And we'll bring it into the harbor, bring it underneath the bridge. And once I get the ship close enough to the dock, I'll then use the tugs to laterally move the ship sideways. Yeah, we're parallel parking. He's parallel parking three football fields. It's exactly what we're doing. And I'm going to get him to tell you how he actually parks it. But I think the first thing to sort of visualize is what happens when he gets out there. Because this man is a brave man. When he does this, he's on the edge of the boat that we were just on. And that boat just pulls right alongside to the big ship. He grabs onto a hanging ladder. This is the ladder you might have heard them asking for at the beginning. Yeah, they drop that over the side. He climbs up the side into a door over the open ocean. So there's this moment in time where if you hesitate during that commit stage and you hold onto the boat and hold onto the ladder, that's where all the problem happens because now there's two things moving in opposite directions. And you're in the middle playing Stretch Armstrong. And then you're going to tumble and fall. Depending on how low the boat is dropping, I mean, that could be 8 feet, could be 9 feet, could be 20 feet, depending on how big the sea state is at the time. 20 feet down. Can you imagine? That's why they let me watch and not follow because uh, just so we're all on the same page here, you miss the ladder, you either get run over or crushed or you're sitting in there bobbing around trying to get rescued. We'll get more on that at the end when we head back out there. But right now, bringing one of these things in, getting it to stop, when all it really wants to do is move. So just for the sake of navigation, anytime the vessel is not tied to the dock or at anchor, it's considered to be underway. Because you are moving. You're not attached to anything. So either the wind is moving the ship or the current. You don't just sit there and you don't just stop. Either you're driving the ship or the ship is driving you. This is where we thank our tugboats. You've seen them. They help get you where you need to go. 
and keep you away from where you don't want to be. And another thing we do is we call dead sticking, where you turn around the corner, you get the ship in position to where you want it, and you stop the engine. And then the weight of the ship is still continuing on down the channel. You're still going five or six miles an hour, and you're driving the ship with the residual water that's passing over the rudder. Let me just translate that into a Fast and the Furious movie, where we substitute the car for the giant ship. He's so good that he sort of drifts this thing in, this giant boat, into a parallel parking spot with inches to spare, and then nails it every time and then there's another factor we haven't even talked about is traffic i mean it's la what do you expect some of these vessels you know depending on their size you know the vast majority of the container ships that come here they're all well over 300 meters you know there's only certain places we can meet each other so now timing comes into play too so you get on board you get outside you starting heading in you know towards the breakwater and you're looking at who's already underway and who's coming out and where they are so having done this for a while, as time goes by, you get much better at it. You kind of see where they are location-wise, and you know where you are. So you can already put it in your mind where you're going to meet. Sometimes not a great spot. There's no room. So somebody's got to speed up or slow down. Or sometimes, he told me about one time, in the fog, he could see the other ship, but they couldn't see him. So he's on the radio saying, just trust me. You do this, we'll clear each other. Go a little bit that way. And although they do clear each other, there's not that much room. Like, you show me videos way too close for my comfort. When you're in there, is it hands-on something? You know, controls, or is this like Star Trek? Captain's on the bridge, and you're, you're telling someone, Helmsman, do this. Kind of more along the lines of Captain Kirk. Um, you know, they, we've, they have uh, Helmsman that, are, that you can give a compass course to. You'll have a tendency to want to drive the ship, and you need to let them drive the ship. You need to give them courses so that you can keep your brain and your data, you know, looking around because that's what piloting is. Pilot isn't standing behind the wheel and you driving it yourself. Piloting is telling them what to do, having them put the ship where you want it, where you could focus on other things like, are the cranes down? Is this vessel gonna get out of our way? Do we need to talk to them? Where is the other vessel? Yeah, he was showing me his checklist and they've all got iPads where they can see all this real-time information. He looks through to make sure he can actually get under the bridge. Some big stuff they brought in has cleared it by five feet. So he's got to have the whole picture. And speaking of pictures, here's something he told me. When he was studying for this job, part of it was drawing the map, the whole chart for the harbor, the depth, the channel lengths, all these different notations from memory. You know how long he studied? Every day? Hours a day? 64 days. So yeah, it's a lot of work. It's dangerous, but also no secret that these guys do get paid pretty well. But then again, you're not allowed to break anything. Yeah, my neighbor sometimes, you know, will ask me, hey, you know, have have you ever had close calls or has anything ever happened? And I just tell him, hey, you know what, Jim, don't worry about it because you'll know. So everybody knows about the Ever Given, you know, everybody watched the Suez Canal disaster play out in real time. I mean, it was on the news every single day for a month straight until they got that ship off the bank. So you'll, you'll turn on the news at night and you'll see. Do they feel big still? Or are you just like used to seeing them now? Yeah, I think sometimes it kind of messes with you when your idea of what you consider to be large, you really start to notice that when you're around other people and they're like, well, it's not that big. And they're like, it's terrifying. Yeah, so I think you do warm up to the size of it. But however, the more time you spend around it, the more respect you give it. And so you just see it in a different way. And um, 
you know, you see certain class of vessels, you know what their power is like, you know what their maneuvering is like. So you're already putting it in your mind, you know, what this job is going to look like before you even get there. Isn't that funny? We see these ships and go, wow, look at that cruise ship, or wow, look at that cargo ship. He can't see anything go by without thinking, yeah, I could park that. Back on the boat now. Didn't take us long to get out there. It was like 10 minutes, but when it was time, we really came up on it. Spun around to the back, pulled up right alongside, again, still moving, actually kind of smacked into the hole. That's why I was not allowed to not be holding on to something. It just towers above you. The containers were stacked six tall, I counted them, and within just a few seconds, there he goes, up the ladder, he climbs on. There goes John. And then right behind him, his trainee gets on. And then as soon as we were there, we pull away and he yells goodbye. See ya. Did you hear that? that? That all right? That was the guy on the boat saying, all right, Mike, get back inside so we can take you back to dry land. This was a cool one. This is something I would have never gotten to do. So thanks to the Port of LA, I'll put some videos on my X or, you know, the old Twitter, KNX Simpson, or I'll put a link up in the show notes. You know what I think about? How many times this happens each day and nobody messes up? They are really, really good at their jobs. Thanks for listening. Rate and review if you got some time. We'll be back next week with another one of these. I think we'll go dig up some fossils.